Good morning, church family and ministry friends. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks. Welcome today to our online internet around the world church service. And I'm so glad that you are here today and God is going to bless you really good. And I believe that supernatural revelation is going to flow today. Praise God. Now, before we jump into today's message first, let's honor God and bring the tithes into the storehouse as well as let's continue to get ready to prepare to sow our special Feast of Tabernacle seed, which will be Sunday, October 1st, 2023. Let me read a few verses. Psalm 50 verse 10, for every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. Did you know that when you look in scripture, it's amazing how many times God counts by thousands. We know that in the last book of the Bible, the book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, revelation chapter 20, verse four, it talks about the 1000 year reign of the Lord Jesus. And also in second Chronicles chapter one, verse six, and Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of meeting and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. On that night, also God comes to him and says, what is it you want? Woo. Praise the Lord. It's very interesting. The number 1000 also in association with an offering. And we know that in the Bible, the number 1000 is used 521 times. My friends, as we bring the tithe into the storehouse today. That's 10% of all of our increase, 10% of our income. It belongs to the Lord. And so God sanctifies the remaining 90%. It's blessed. And the 10% is his. We're going to bring it into the storehouse. But we also have opportunity to sow special seed so that we can get into the miracle zone of blessing. Now, Look at this in second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 10, second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 10. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower, my friends, if you have a heart to sow, I'm telling you that God will give you the seed and it's good in a special offering to aim for the thousand mark. And some of you, you've never hit that mark before. And justifiably, you could say, well, Pastor Stephen, I don't have it to sow, but let me share something special. If you will tell the Lord, Lord, if you give it to me, I'll sow it. You'll be shocked at what he can do. And we're only, uh, we're actually now a little bit under the two week window before we get to feast of tabernacles, October 1st. But I'm telling you that even if you don't have it, but if you said, Lord, if you'll give me the seed to sow, I'll do it. It's shocking what God can do. But again, when he does it, you have to sow it. You want the seed to meet your need. The, the need that you have, that's not your, uh, that's not your harvest. You want your, you want your seed to go to meet that need. And so God will give you the seed, but if you eat it, 
then you can't get into the miracle zone of blessing. Praise the Lord. You have to sow it. So there's those that are watching and you're thinking, Pastor Stephen, maybe I've got 200 or 300, you know, and I, I took a lot of effort to get that. But I'm telling you that God can do some special things so that you can get up to that thousand because God counts by thousands. And if you can reach that level, you will break into a new place of blessing and uh, of your walk and with your faith with God. So stretch yourself towards that. Release your faith. Trust God to do it. Ask God to do it. Now, uh, you may, you may have to sell something. The Holy Spirit might say, why don't you sh uh, sell that? Uh, you, you never use it, and it's a hot, hot item. You could sell it, and then you would have seed to sow. My friends, we're going to use the giving that comes in on Feast of Tabernacles to pay off the remaining balance on the Field of Dreams, the 14.5 acres. So uh, we are told on the Feast of Tabernacles, don't come before the Lord empty-handed. But I'm, I'm trying to get you into the blessing zone where you reach into a new realm for some of you that you've never been at before. So you want to reach for that thousand blessing line. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, I had a situation years back. This was um, maybe about 18 years ago. I was talking with the lady, and I said, uh, this one Christian woman, she was a ministry partner, and uh, she was the $50 donor uh, every month. And I thank God for those that, that are very faithful with their giving. And I said, you know what? God will give you the seed of $1,000 if you'll sow it. She said, well, that would have to be the Lord. I said, well, do you believe he can do it? She said, well, uh, she said, pray for me. And I, I said, okay, if you'll sow it, I'll pray for you. And I prayed that God would give her the $1,000. And uh, it was about five days later, she called our office and she said, Pastor Stephen, she said, God, uh, just bless me with the check. The, I actually overpaid on my taxes and the government just sent me a check back. I said, well, how much is it? She said, $988. I said, well, do you have the other 12? <laughs> she said, yes. And she had a $1,000 seed. So I'm telling you, God will get it to you. Praise the Lord. He's very, very able. Now, let's go a little bit further. Watch this. This is from Psalm 66. And I'm going to really speak to the heart of some of you. Now watch. Psalm 66, verse 12. You have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. There is always a battle to get into your wealthy place. There is always the challenge of your faith. There is always the circumstances. There's always the negativity of the world. But my friends, as you continue to trust God and work his principles that he has established to get you to the, to the top, he'll get you through all of these things. And then it says, but you brought us out to our wealthy place. You brought us out to rich fulfillment. And no matter how many different translations you look at and study this in the Hebrew, this is a place of vastness and expanse of wealth. And look, God's got that place for every single one of you. He's got a wealthy place for every single one of you. Now, let me say this. I know that there are those that watch me and you support this ministry and you tithe and you are a great, great blessing. And you, you would not be in a category where uh, you would be classified as being poor. You've gone way past that. 
And you would not be in a category where you are facing insufficiency. You are, you are in a place where you're happy and you're blessed. But you know what? In your heart, you know it's still not that wealthy place. You know that there's so much more that God has for you. How do you get into it? My friends, you get into it through special opportunities to sow where God asks you to stretch your faith and do something that you've never done before. And when you do that, those are the breakthrough moments where you are able to bring a very, very, uh, I would call it unforgettable seed and you sow it. And that my friends is how you break into the wealthy place, the anointing of God, touching that seed, bringing you a harvest that you stand then in a place of wealth, a great expanse that God has destined for you. But this is how you get into it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I would say for many, you need to try to reach the thousand level, but there's others you could do more and you need to let the Holy Spirit work with you and your faith so, so that why? So that you can sow something that gets you into your wealthy place. Woo! Praise God. Praise God. And now the Holy Spirit's really ministering to some of you right now because you, you understand what I'm saying. You've got, you've got a savings and you've got, you, it's not like you're sweating. You've got your bills paid. Uh, it's not like you're struggling. You're, you're blessed, but it's still not your wealthy place. My friends, this is how you get into it. You sow a very powerful seed and that's what breaks you into it. Woo. Praise God. Now I leave that with you and the Holy spirit. Obey the Lord, obey the Lord and sow your, your best seed. I would like for you to get it in either on the day of October 1st, 2023 or before. And I will be praying over every seed that comes in. And I'm, I'm asking God to do miracles, miracles on the offering that you are sowing. I know it's very sacred to you and it is to God. And we handle your seed with great reverence and respect and care because it will be used to pay off the balance on that land. And that my friends is where the gospel will be preached from around the world as we will build the television studio. And there are so many people that need to hear about Jesus that don't know. And we all can have a part in this fulfilling of the great commission. Praise God. But we want to operate from a debt free uh, platform. So thank you for sowing your very best seed. I'll be looking for it. You still have a little more time to prepare. And for those of you that are trusting God to give you the seed to sow, let me pray for you right now. Father, I pray for those that are watching. They're going to bring the tithe in. They're faithful tithers. And if those that haven't tithed yet, let them begin to tithe and work with you on your kingdom principles. But Father, those that want to reach to a new level, I pray that you give them the seed to sow. And Father, there are others that maybe they could do something wonderful, but they, they want to do something extraordinary. I pray for them also that you give them the seed to sow. I thank you, Father God, that as they're praying and agreeing with me, you're going to surprise them and you're going to do a miracle. And I thank you that they will sow it and they will see this was my breakthrough moment. Now, Father, we give you all of the praise. We thank you in Jesus name. We celebrate you that you really do give seed to the sower. 
Thank you. Not just corn and tomato seeds. Father, we thank you. Paul was referencing money as seed. You're going to give money to sow. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -mm. That seed, that seed that you're going to sow is the destiny of your wealthy place. Woo, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. You are blessed today. Praise God. As you are bringing the tithes in, and also whenever you're ready with your special offering, you can send these to Stephen Brooks International, P.O. Box 717, Moravian Falls, North Carolina. The zip code is 28654. Now, if you're bringing your tithe, and when you're ready, your special offering in online, you can do so at the website, stephenbrooks.org. Again, stephenbrooks.org. That's the homepage. Look at the top. There's a header. It says give online. And when you click that, it'll bring you to the giving page. There's the area for the tithe. There's also the area for the Feast of Tabernacles special offering. Praise God. Father, bless your people as they give. I thank you. They're in a miracle season in Jesus name. Woo. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is moving right now. Now, uh, a couple of an announcements before we jump into the message. We have completed the 77 days of unbroken early morning prayer. The emails are coming in and people are testifying that by God's grace, they did it up early praying at least for a minimum of an hour every day. They did it for 77 days straight. If you completed that, let me hear from you. I do have for our U S citizens, a few gifts that I would like to send to you as a, a, a token of, a, of appreciation and blessing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Unfortunately, we can't mail things overseas. Well, actually, we, we don't even mail products overseas. The cost uh, is greater than even the products themselves. And I'm sure that you understand. But if you are in the U.S., uh, I'd like to hear from you. And even if you're outside of the U.S., but you completed that 77 days, of prayer. Let me hear from you as well. I can always email you a blessing. Praise God. Woo. Praise God. All right. Uh, we're going to be in the UK ministering in London, uh, in just, uh, uh, a few days. Praise God. So because I'm on God TV and God TV is very strong in the UK, uh, they are airing a promo. So let me roll that now. It's only 30 seconds and you can find the information for my upcoming trip to London. Check this out. Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Stephen Brooks, host of Pure Gold, seen every week here on God TV. I want to let all of my friends in the UK know that I'm coming soon to London, England to minister. The dates are September the 22nd through the 24th. That's Friday night at 6 o'clock p.m., Saturday at 12 o'clock noon, and Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Come on out. Jump into these meetings. We are going to have a tremendous time in the Holy Spirit, and I hope to see you there. Okay, so if you are in the UK or London area, or even outside of that, and uh, you want to drop into the meetings, jump in, come on. We're going to be having a really good time in the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Now, Matthew chapter 11, let's go over there today. I want to talk about taking it by force. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we jump into your word, we thank you that your word is our blueprint, our map, our guiding compass. 
Now, Father, we're asking that your Holy Spirit would bring illumination, understanding of your words so that we can take it and apply it. And we give you all of the praise. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And we say amen. Matthew chapter 11, please drop down with me to verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, this is a spiritual violence, a clash in the spirit realm where uh, the power of God is pushing back the powers of darkness and you are working with the arsenal of weaponry that God has given you to advance the kingdom and to take the ground that God said belongs to you. Now, what I would like to say today is that outstanding success, unfortunately, will only remain like a daydream until there's an inner force that propels you to your desired goal. What is that inner force? My friends, it is the force of courage. Woo, hallelujah. And how do we need that today in the body of Christ? You know, it takes the force of courage to possess your inheritance. This is not a reference to physical strength, but rather inner strength. Today, this courage that we're going to be discussing is a product of inner spiritual strength. Outstanding success is only for forceful saints. Woo. I want to say it again. Outstanding success in your Christian journey is only for forceful saints. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Woo. Praise God. Now, Let's go to the book of Joshua, chapter 1, Joshua 1, verse 3. This is what God spoke to the new leader of Israel, Joshua. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said, to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, that would be the Mediterranean. Toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Now look very carefully at verse 6. Be strong and of good courage for this people, you shall divide as an inheritance, the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. And my friends, you have an inheritance also that God has promised you only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all, which is, which Moses, my servant commanded you do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. And I know that you want to prosper. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I know that you want to have prosperity. I know that you want to have good success because that's God's revealed will for you. Verse nine, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? 
do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. My friends, outstanding success is for strong hearted men and women. There needs to be in the life of every believer, an element of toughness, a ruggedness in order to taste triumph. Whoa, praise God. Courage is the key ingredient required to take your inheritance by force. Praise the Lord. Now, for a moment, consider God's strong, repetitive admonition that he made to Joshua. Be strong. Only be strong. He would, he would, he would emphasize, be strong and be courageous. Even be very courageous. Be strong and of good courage. Praise the Lord. My friends, we need this right now, this element of, of inner strength that produces a courage that is necessary to go in and possess the land. This wimpiness or this uh, uh, no backbone or this like a very empathetic, you know, uh, uh, pardon me, excuse me. No, there, there is a place of strength in the Lord where you go in very strong, very bold, very brave. I, I mean, there is, there is an anointing for courage and cowardice or this wimpiness is moved to the side and it evaporates out of your life. Praise the Lord. Now the dictionary defines courage as the quality of mind that enables one to face danger or hardship without wavering. It is the ability to control fear and to deal with danger, pain, and uncertainty. And you stand there with great strength. The wind may blow, but you stand there with the courage that God has placed in you. And you continue to move forward and you continue to take new ground. A courageous spirit allows you to see things differently than what others do. You know, the Lord has called me into the television ministry. And as you would, uh, you know, imagine there's nothing cheap about television. And we are in over 200 nations of the world through the very powerful networks that we are on. There's one network alone, God, God TV that has a potential viewing audience of over 1.1 billion people. Now you have to understand that here in the States, uh, there is a saturation level of having heard the gospel and we have very easy access to Bibles and to churches and things like that. But that is still not the case in other countries. So in other countries, we are reaching them through these great platforms of satellite television. And for example, also on uh, golden Eagle broadcasting, we are reaching through that network, a potential viewing audience that's primarily uh, hitting over the, the densely populated region of, of Asia. We are hitting over 2 billion potential viewers and many of those people, when you go to their, uh, their cities and you look at their homes and the apartments and the sky rises, and they are just, they are just covered on the exterior with satellite dishes. And so 
They are watching from all over the world. But my friends, the monthly bills, they roll in. And when they come in, uh, again, there's nothing about television that's cheap. It costs thousands and thousands of dollars every month to air the pure gold programs on these wonderful networks. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And, you know, I was talking with a minister friend one time, and he said that uh, he felt he was called the television. And, uh, and so he said, well, can you recommend some good networks? I said, well, there's a whole bunch of them. There, there's a lot of good networks, but you have to pray about what God wants you to do. And so he felt like there was one network and, uh, that he really liked. And so he signed up for a month. And uh, uh, when the first bill came in, it, now he already knew what was coming, but when the bill came in and he actually looks at it and realizes I owe this much money, he called and canceled. <laughs> he was off just about faster than he went on. Woo. Praise the Lord. I tell you what, it's quite sobering, but, but when the Lord called us in and we have been, uh, we have been running now for over three and a half years, unabated, uninterrupting, paying the bills every single month in a timely, uh, godly fashion. And I'll tell you what, how do we do that? By faith? Yes. But I'll tell you, it takes courage. You have to be strong. When you see numbers like that, you have to, you have to face those things with courage. I've, I've seen other ministers say, ah, I'd love to be on it, but I, I, whoo, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, Yes, it is. It is a battlefield. Praise God. But my friends, we are facing those things and we are also by God's grace, holding our own and taking new ground. We have only begun. Praise the Lord. We're doing a lot, but we're going to do a lot more by God's grace because there are so many people who have not yet heard the gospel. When I say that, I mean that they've never heard the name Jesus. They've never heard the word Bible. They've never heard any of that. So we're going to continue to take it primarily into areas that while we are on direct TV on multiple networks that catches a huge swath of the American culture, uh, as well as, you know, direct TV is not only satellite, but it's also cable and uh, other outreaches that we have. We're still going for the souls and they're out there in sometimes what we would call undeveloped nations. And that's where we're going. And that takes faith. That takes faith because they love watching and they love getting saved, but a lot of them don't have any money. So that means we must trust God. We must be of good courage and God is providing. God is blessing. And that's also why God wants you to be rich. Hallelujah. So you can sow into these works and see souls saved. And when you go to heaven one day, you'll meet people that are in heaven because of your generous giving. Woo, this is, my friends, this is, this is the battlefield. This is heaven or hell. Praise God for people. And we are in the battle for souls. Praise God. Thank you for your prayers. Amen. And thank you for your giving. Glory to God. So, a courageous spirit allows you to see things differently than others. Look at this in the book of Numbers. This is chapter 14. And let's go to verse 6. Let me grab real quick a drink of hot tea. Verse 6, but Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes 
And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Come on today, don't you want to taste the milk and honey? Woo! Don't you know that God's called you to the good? Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is your inheritance. God is a good God. He'll take you there. But my friends, you've got to be courageous. Oh, oh Pastor Stephen, I love your preaching, but if I actually lived like that, all my, all my relatives would laugh at me. Oh, your relatives, the ones that are sick and broke, the ones that actually snicker behind your back when you're not looking anyhow. Mm, no, you need to have courage and you just say, I'm stepping into the word of God. I'm stepping into the power of the spirit. I'm stepping into the things of God. I'm throwing off all this phony religious baloney, all of this stuff that uh, tries to humiliate, humiliate, uh, humiliate and degrade the image of God in a believer. I'm casting that stuff off and I'm moving on with God and I'm coming into my land of milk and honey. I'm telling you, it takes courage. It takes courage. It takes a backbone. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. I mean, he's literally saying we can eat them all up, just like eating a piece of bread. Mm -mm. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Mm -mm. Caleb did not see anything that was impossible before him. Joshua did not see impossibilities. These two, who were both leaders, of their tribes were representing the very best of their tribes. The other 10 gave their best representatives. They should have sacked them and said, you two, you 10 stay home. You're not representing us. You're a bunch of uh, uh, doubters and patterns. You're good looking and you got all your degrees, but you cannot represent us because you have no courage to go up. And we all want our milk and honey. So you can't lead us appropriately. So you need to go sit down, <laughs> but they sent their 10 and their ten sunk their boat. Mm -mm. Praise the Lord. Now, let me say this. Courage allows you to have milk and honey on your mind. But fear and unbelief will allow you to have grasshoppers on your mind. And you'll, go, you'll have dreams about grasshoppers. And you might even be outside uh, doing something, and a grasshopper lands in your hair. Oh, there's grasshoppers everywhere. My friends, all of this doubt and all of this fear, that is, that'll, that'll bring you into the realm of grasshoppers. But you, you need to have the realm of the milk and honey producing in your life. And that takes courage. Praise the Lord. Caleb possessed literally a different type of spirit. It was a spirit of faith, but it was a courageous, bold, daring spirit. And you need that. You need that. This is often why very mediocre church people do not understand the mindset, even the behavior of courageous leaders. They mistake courage as being something that's 
they're exuding pride or arrogance. While in reality, most of the time, great leaders are often very humble people, but they understand that they, they can't project weakness and fear and be effective leaders. They understand that not only can they not get into the land that they're supposed to possess, but those that are following them and heeding their guide that they can't bring them in either. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank God for ministers that had the backbone to stand up and teach me tithes and special offerings. Lest I just, you know, live like a very redundant, unfulfilling type ministry. No, I'm glad that those men stepped in and said, this is how you get to the next level. Praise God. But there's critics out there. And there always will be. And you know what? They laughed at Noah. They laughed him to scorn. But you know what? He got the last laugh. And the joke was on them when the door got closed and the rain starts coming down. Who's laughing now? Mm -mm. Praise God. So it takes courage for a man or woman of God to preach the full truth because you have those that are very happy in mediocrity and they get very jealous or envious if anybody else endeavors to rise up and take their inheritance and they say well who do you think you are do you think you're better than us no it has nothing to do with that uh, but I do know that that's milk and honey over there and over here sand and gravel I'd rather have the milk and honey mm -mm. praise God praise God well even in old age Caleb was still full of courage. Let's take a look at that in the book again of Joshua. This is chapter 14, verse 10. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, I am still as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. And my friends, that strength to go out for war, this is an area where he would even be going up against potentially the giants, the Anakim, as we see in the next verse. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there, and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord has said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Now, Caleb did not see impossibilities before him. Even in his old age, again, he is still full of courage. My friends, what you perhaps would conceive as limitations in the eyes of God are fully irrelevant. What the world tells you is impossible or not allowed. God actually looks at that 
and it causes him to burst out in laughter. God laughs at sometimes what we call impossibilities. God laughs when, we, when people say, that can't be done. The Lord laughs, because with God, nothing is impossible. Now, courage comes into the heart of the believer. It is infused into the inner man by the working of the powerful Holy Spirit. We know that with the 12 apostles, or 11, because Judas had passed away, because he killed himself, we know that the apostles who previously had hid themselves when Jesus was crucified and put in the tomb, they were hiding. But later after the Lord appears to them, and then later after they're filled with the Spirit, we find that they are suddenly now full of boldness and courage, and the courage is pushed to a very, very strong level. Look at this in the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. My friends, they became very powerful witnesses. And even Peter in a very strange way had a very unusual boldness that was about him. And so the courage level was very high, even like on a daring type level. Woo, praise the Lord. So when you spend time with God, that power is infused into your spirit. Courage is derived from an inner strength. When you think for a moment about the battle that David had with Goliath, David was strong in the Lord. In other words, he had inner strength, whereas all of the other members of Israel's army, and even David's own brothers who were in the army, they had all put on their armor. But when that giant came out and began to taunt the Israelites and begin to blaspheme and curse God, they were struck with fear and they could not respond. Why? They did not have courage to talk back to him because you know that if you're going to talk like that, you're going to have to go out there and then back that up. So they couldn't do that. Why? They didn't have the courage, but David did. And David went out and talked back to the enemy and made his own prophetic decrees and then went out and backed it up. Praise the Lord. That requires a strength in the inner Man, you must have that courage on the inside. The stronger you are on the inside, the more courageous results you bring forth on the outside. Praise God. Courage is what is needed to take your land of milk and honey. Yes, you walk in love. You're never rude. You're never, uh, uh, you know, egotistical. You walk in love. You have a sweet temperament. But that doesn't mean you don't have that edge. That doesn't mean that you don't have that bite where if it starts going negative, you suddenly go, don't go there. Even if it means you don't fit in. Even if it means you don't uh, get invited back to the little click. That's okay. You're going to hold that standard of strength and faith in God. Praise the Lord. So 
God wants to touch you today with this courage. Praise the Lord. You know, many years back, there was the movie called the wizard of Oz. And there was the tin man that traveled along with Dorothy. And there was the lion that traveled along also. And all of these characters that traveled along wanted to go to get help from a higher power to deal with their insufficiencies and inherent weaknesses. And the lion had no courage. My friends, we have Christians like that in the church. They love Jesus. They're saved, but it's like they're a pushover. They're a pushover uh, where evil powers can manipulate them quite easily and they back off. But God wants you to have a courage where you take a stand, come hell or high water. You take the stand and say, no, I'm standing. I'm not, I'm not uh, backing off of the word because this is who I am. And that's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided to do. They are saying, we are going to take a courageous stand and we are not going to violate our ethics and who we are as believers in the most high God. Now, probably somebody said, Hey, well, if you do that, you're going to get killed. They said, well, it is what it is. And they took their stand. You know, that takes courage when all of the others are bailing out and you're the only ones left standing and you know what this is probably going to lead to that takes tremendous courage. And God wants you to have that. Daniel also, he refused to be defiled by the Babylonian food. And you can only imagine the foods they were eating in Babylon for a Jew. That would be like, uh, almost like maybe going to China or Japan where the Japanese, they love seafood. And so do I. But so many of the things they eat are totally unkosher <laughs> and everything that's creepy crawly. They, they want to eat it. And that's, that's fine if you want to eat that. But for a Jew, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's a no, no. And so also, by the way, if you want to live potentially a longer life, there are reasons, health reasons why God said, don't eat those things. Those are the filters of the world. Now, Daniel said, we can't eat this food. It's not kosher. And uh, that could get him in hot water. But you know what? He took a stand. That was the law of God. Praise the Lord. You have to be willing to have the courage to do the right thing, even if you have to stand alone. Praise the Lord. There is a unity that is forming, even within the body of Christ, where if you try to push one around, you're going to have to push them all around. And it, it, it'll get so strong, particularly in the 2030s, that the church will not be allowed to be pushed around anymore. It reminds me of the time that they really threatened Dr. Cho in Seoul, Korea. And they said, well, you know, uh, we're going to find some charges and we're going to lock you up. He said, well, if you're going to lock me up, you're going to have to lock up the rest of my church because we're all living the same way, believing the same thing, and we're all living above board. So you're going to have to lock us all up and it, it, just try it. Try locking one million people up. And they realized we can't push him around. Why? They were too unified. That is going to come to the body of Christ. But even still with unity, you must be willing to stand even in the church for what's right. And that's what the apostle Paul did. Even when Peter, when the great Saint Peter got off track and started going back into the shades of the law and not walking in 
the reality that you're justified by God's grace through faith. And he starts going back to works and he was rebuked, not over in a corner, but in front of everybody by Paul that took great courage for Paul to do that. Well, Pastor Stephen, if he does that, they may never, they may never invite, him, invite him back to the Jerusalem council. Maybe they don't want him. He's too dangerous. Well, Peter knew, hey, he's completely right. So you have to have courage to do the right thing. And you must have it especially to get into your promised land. Praise God, your land of inheritance. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you right now that an infusion of courage will come into you. Heavenly Father, I pray for those that are watching. They all have their own individual promises. They all have their inheritance within the land of milk and honey. And they're not afraid of the giants. And they're ready to go. So Father, I pray that it even would affect their look. That there was a look that God gave to Jeremiah. A look to Ezekiel. Where they had foreheads like flint. And they had... Uh, the, the tribe of Dan had the look of lions, like their faces would be like lions because they were the warrior tribe. Now, Father, let that courage come into your people. They're going to need it. They're going to need it at critical moments. Let it come on them now. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. There could come a time where you hear a bad report. You filed all the paperwork. You were certain that this would go through. There's no reason why it shouldn't, but perhaps it didn't go through for whatever reason unknown. Take courage. Don't get in the fear. Don't get in unbelief. Take courage and stand in faith in moments like that. Offer up the sacrifice of praise and watch what God will do. God could either change that sentence that was passed or that you know, decision that was made, God could override it somehow, or he could block it intentionally because he's going to give you something even better. But you must, you must walk in great courage. It takes great courage to possess what God says you can have. Praise the Lord. Father, bless your people with the spirit of courage in Jesus name. Amen. That is the force, my friends. That is the force that you take it with. It is that courageous force. Woo. Praise God. Rise up and get yours. Amen. Now, if you are watching today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and savior, let today be the day that you make your peace with God. I want to pray for you. If you used to be a Christian, but you fell away and you got over in the sin, you've been tangled up but you're ready to come back. God's going to get you untangled right now as you pray this prayer. Let's all pray together. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Come into my heart. Wash all of my sins away. Write my name in your book of life. And Jesus, step into my heart right now and lead me and guide me from this day forward. Thank you for saving me. Lord, give me a courageous heart to live for you. In your name I pray. Amen. And amen. Welcome, welcome to the family of God. Praise the Lord. Well, let's celebrate the Lord Jesus. 
let's proclaim his death until he comes because it's through his death that we have eternal life. And let's partake of Holy Communion. At this time, I want to encourage you to take communion with us. Grab some unleavened bread or grab a cracker and grab some grape juice and let's pray over it. Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. Through this prayer, we bless it and we set it apart as being holy. And we thank you that this is now the body and the blood of Jesus. Father, as we receive the Lord's body, we thank you that there is the balance of a sweet spirit, the balance of humility, but it must be balanced with great courage. Thank you, Father God, that there will be moments in the lives of your people that the courage is going to ride on a very high voltage, but it's required at that moment. Now, Father, we receive the Lord's body, and we thank you that the righteous are bold and courageous as lions. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's partake together. Communion, receiving the flesh and blood of Christ, is one of the ways to receive the infusion of the nature of Christ, and that includes tremendous courage. Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus, the beautiful cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for a divine force field of protection all around about us through the blood. We thank you that we are tithers and that the enemy is rebuked and the blood of Jesus is over our lives. Father, let fresh revelation flow now into your ways as we receive the blood of Jesus. Let's partake together. Woo, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sometimes that anointing of courage can come so strong that it would almost even appear like terrifying to others. They don't understand it. They don't understand the anointing. They don't understand the empowerment of the spirit. But my friends, as you walk with the Lord, this spirit of courage will be on you. And it is a quality of leadership and God is taking you into your land of milk and honey. Thank you for your prayers for this ministry. Thank you for the, pre uh, the preparation of your sacred, powerful seed for a feast of tabernacles as you're pulling that together. And I'm praying for you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Have a great week. I'll see you back again real soon.